live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. Hello, hello, hello. Eggman. On your radio with you, baby. What's up? Everybody good? All right. That's late night DJ start, right? Hey, everybody. What's up out there? We got some great music for you. All you girls, give me a call, baby, and I'll uh, take your request for you. Okay? All right. Right here on the big W-A-L-R. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. I digress right at the beginning of the show. It's just not good. Doesn't make for a good show. It, it, it just it, it doesn't mean good. It means bad. No, I'm just kidding. It means good. It's called extemporaneous. It's called stream of consciousness radio. Can you do that? Can you open the microphone and do complete stream of consciousness? Just say you, you don't have any notes. You walk in. All you do is maybe get to you know hear the news on the radio. Pick up a, a USA Today. And you're ready to go. Okay, I'm ready to go. USA Today, even though USA Today, you know, leans politically, yeah, I don't know, a little bit to the left, left of right. And you have to pick and choose. And you have to really, and I've tried to tell my listeners this over the years, really, really be careful what you read, especially online, and look at the source and... Always read the whole article because you're going to find in that article usually some kind of disclaimer for the actual article itself that you're reading. You're going to say, well, this article was true, but <laughs> all of this is a bunch of BS. So you have to be careful with that crap, man. You really do. Misinformation. The internet is known for two things, information and misinformation, right? I mean, it's pretty much it. Title of today's show, Dems Abortion. January 6th versus Ron DeSantis, Candace Owens in 2024. Republican Dream Team. I had to abbreviate Dems and Reps and all that stuff. So I couldn't fit it in on the title. And it may not even fit. I haven't even checked to see if this will fit in on the the application for podcast. (laughs) The audio application for podcast acceptance throughout the whole planet. It's a complicated thing. Uh, Chuck Schumer says Nancy Pelosi is in trouble. He declares that the Democrats will lose the House. This was overheard in a restaurant with a bunch of liberal freakazoids all sitting around having a big loud dinner, all boasting about how they're going to take over the world. They really have. They've destroyed the world. They've destroyed the United States, the economy, immigration policy, the military. It's, it's all been pretty much a disaster. It's, it's hard to find a, a real success. And you hear Joe Biden talking about successes that never happened. He, everything he says never happened. He has no idea what's happening. Watching him is painful, man. And what's even more painful is all the people that showed up at the White House. Was it yesterday or the day before that he was making his speech about his infrastructure, um, inflation, BS plan? And while he's talking during the day, the stock market is plummeting. Did you see that? <laughs> I saw somebody held up a side-by-side while he was talking. 
And as soon as he opened his mouth and started rambling, stock market started going, people just feel less and less confident when that guy talks. All right. And good Lord, could you imagine if the choice again is going to be Trump and Biden? God. Jeez. Toxicity on both sides. Of one way or the other. Either Trump is the most polarizing mother effer you've ever seen on the planet, or you got Joe Biden, who is the most brain-deadest, Alzheimer's-infected, useless uh, uh, pawn puppet of a government you've ever seen. And who's running the show? A bunch of college kids. A bunch of woke college kids are making policy, and they're ramming it down your throat. And they're making the president say it on a teleprompter. And he doesn't even know what he's saying. And that's, what, that's, what, that, that's what's going on. Ron DeSantis and Candace Owens. Man, to me, that would be an absolute Republican dream team. And I think Candace Owens uh, will be old enough to be a presidential candidate. Vice presidential candidate. I think it's the same age restriction whether it's a vice presidency or the presidency. Ron DeSantis, Candace Owens. Man, you just shut people up. If you bring in a black female, and I know you don't want to do what Dems do, what Democrats do, where they just check boxes. They think, oh, man, we'll just hire, we'll bring in a black guy for president. We'll bring in this, we'll do that, we'll do it. But they only do it for political expediency. They don't do it because they, you know, they love that race. They don't do it because they want brotherhood and peace and, and, and everybody to share stuff and just forget about color. They don't do it because of that. We know that. They've been the worst thing for African-American business and African-American communities over the last 50, 60, 70 years. The worst. Good old free enterprise fixes those communities. Education, money, businesses, all the things. It's just fundamental family yeah it's 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 like come on man that is what (laughs) joe biden come on man and uh, the queen is dead the queen is dead so when we do this show the queen's been dead for a little bit now it's king charles now hello look at you bring my throne to me lovey who knows about that right good lord who really knows about that shit? Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> oh, so we got, um, yeah, Chuck Schumer. I mean, I just saw the story, you know, he got overheard in a restaurant by a bunch of patrons spouting off about how Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic Party is in deep shishishushu and uh, shishumi, shishimi, And uh, they're going to lose in 2022, man. They're going to lose the house and who knows what else, man. Well, we'll let you know when we get back. Forbes magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. And Cigar Aficionado magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. 
We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan Cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit coronacigar.com. Welcome back. Nothing like coming back in a commercial break where you had like a massive amount of sneezes. And you're you're not, you're live. You can't do what I just did and turn the mic up and down and uh, cut your sneezes out live. Now, you get good at that when you're doing, you know, regular radio in a, on the, you know, where you didn't have, I mean, I, I worked at radio stations where no seven second delay and you're taking live calls from people. Oh my God. Talking about risking the station's license. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what do you think about my dream team? Ron DeSantis and uh, Candace Owens in 2024. Now, I looked this up and you don't have that. I don't see that anywhere. Why is that not out there? Why are there not enough people thinking out of the box about how great it would be to have somebody like Candace Owens, African-American female, run as vice president? Because then you've got, you check the boxes of all the political correct crap you got to do, but you also have a good candidate and somebody I think all conservatives can get behind and love her and be a great vice president. Candace Owens and Ron DeSantis. Meh. Dream team. Come on. I'm putting it out there. That's why I made the title of this show. I'm going to tighten that title up a little bit. See what kind of action we can get on the, because uh, like I said, not much on the internet that I can see here. Let me go back here and uh, try that again one more time here. Let me look. Yeah, I typed in. Oh, I smell a misspelling there. Let's, uh, dull. Okay, let's try it now with that missing. Still comes up with some same corporate dream team bullshit. And then, um, picture this. The GOP t- town hall said, I think they said Ron DeSantis and uh, U.S. Senator Tim Scott for a dream team for president and vice president. And Tim Scott, to me, comes across terrible on TV. Ball-headed, skinny, weird-looking businessman. Uh, he just—he's all right, you know, but he's got a lot of uh, baggage and 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 just—I don't know, man. There's something about that guy, right? Tim Scott, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I think Candace Owens, 
Man, oh man. Talking about a hot vice president, too. <laughs> Good looking. I, I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. Nothing on here, man. I am looking down, and there's nothing posted on the internet about Ron DeSantis and Candace Owens as the dream team of 2024. Am I just completely out of touch in my broadcast luxury studio? Or <laughs> or am I on to something? I'm going to find out. I'll find out because I'll give you my stats of this show. I can tell. It's, a, it's immediate when you post a title as a podcaster. It comes right up. And you know within hours, if not an hour, of how the shows are getting as far as reaction time because what happens is it goes out through the main thing it gets turned into an RSS feed and then it gets picked up by everybody iTunes uh, iHeart Blueberry uh, Raisin Bread I don't know <laughs> everybody gets it it's just it, 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 and, and, and then when it's up you get your stats immediately of how many downloads you're getting, you know, in real time. And you can tell where they're coming from, too, what part of the world they're coming from. So it's pretty cool. Whereas at the old radio days, man, big transmitter, you're 50,000 watts, 100,000 watts. I don't care how much power you had. You still only covered, you know, maybe maximum 150, 200, 250 solid miles. And that's massive. That's a big time signal coverage to cover that much. And a lot of the older radio stations that covered like you used to hear as a kid, that was because they were skipping on AM. See, FM doesn't skip. AM does. That's why it was the AM channels that you heard as a kid coming in. WBT, Charlotte, North Carolina, all over the place. You could hear it all over the world. Hell, you could hear WDJA, the station I was on, all over the world. I used to get... Uh, uh, emails back from other countries, you know, uh, recordings. I got a couple of recordings back of people hearing our little 5,000 watt uh, signal. And uh, I was blown away by it. The guy recorded me on the air. It's like, I hear you, man. We listened to you. We're building construction out here in the Caribbean islands, skipping across the water. But that's AM. Now, FM can do something called ducting. It can duct. The conditions have to be very, uh, it's, it's critical. It's that you don't get those conditions very often. But FM can do ducting. And when ducting comes into play, that's working off the lower level of the uh, ionosphere. You know, and, and it's just bouncing that signal all across. And it's real solid. It sounds just like you're right next to the guy. Whereas skip on AM sounds like a CB radio, just a bunch of noise. Whereas FM just cancels itself out. It's called a, is it a Doppler effect? No, Doppler effect is on the transmit side. I have to think about that. What the, uh, the ducking, is it called ducking? I think it's called ducking, where one signal ducks below the other and then one dominates on FM. It's how we, when you're driving in your car, you know, you, 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 you can experience ducting, not ducting, you can experience the ducking effect. I don't even think ducking is the right word. Canceling effect or something like that. One signal cancels the other signal out, but the, the stronger signal, and the closer you get to the stronger signal in your car on FM radio, you notice that one will fade out and all of a sudden one dominates and takes over. Not on AM. You get a bunch of noise. Hey, you.
It's the ABM Radio Addiction Program. Emails radioaddiction at mail.com. Shout me out. Tell me I'm an a-hole. Whatever you want to do. We'll be back. November 1802. John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. I mean, how would I push... The uh, Ron DeSantis, Candace Owens uh, deal. You know, how do you get in there and say, come on, man, you've got to do this from a marketing, you know, presidential marketing standpoint, from an actual, can because you imagine, I mean, Candace Owens is going to pick up, and that's a good, you know, now that I think about it, would Candace Owens give you the black conservative vote or are they going to vote? white no matter what i mean <laughs> are they gonna vote you know liberal black or whatever you know it's like what are they gonna do what are african what's the average african-american gonna do with a candace owens choice because you already have she would already have the black conservative they're already gonna be in her court that's like an automatic thing it's can she win over any liberal blacks because she's black well, blacks go, well, she's black. So uh, we're going to vote for her. That would be fine, but not a good reason to vote for anybody, i.e. Obama. First term Obama. Don't get me wrong. I, I got to so clarify again. Somebody says, oh, you down on Obama? I voted for Obama. Second term over Mitt Romney. You can ask my wife. She will tell you, man. Pulled that lever. My wife voted for Romney. I voted for Obama. It was a last-minute decision. I have always had a bad feeling about Romney. He's a fake Republican. He's one of them. He is a swamp creature. He's part of the swamp because there are Democrats and Republicans in the swamp. So when Donald Trump says they're going to drain the swamp, Donald Trump don't give a shit if you're Republican or Democrat, really. He don't care about that. He wants to know, are you on my side? Are you on Donald Trump's side? That's it. That's the winner approach. That's the winning attitude. We don't like the winning attitude anymore. The winning attitude is not even politically correct anymore. We don't want you to win anymore. We want you to be fair. We want you to let everybody have a chance. We don't want anyone to feel bad. God. 
So the queen is dead. When you hear this broadcast, as you're hearing me speak right now, it's been about a week, I don't know, getting close to a week and a half, I guess, of the uh, depressing queen stuff on uh, on the news. I don't know how much the mainstream media is covering it, but Fox and the places that I watch covering the living shit out of it. But at least they are starting to fade away from it a little bit. They're going from uh, the queen is dead to the king is in charge, doesn't know what the hell he's doing, to, uh, uh, I don't know, <laughs> some stupid Tom Brady story. Yeah, no, no, yeah. And uh, Michelle uh, Boonchin. Giselle, I'm sorry. Gazelle. Gazelle Boonchin. Giselle Boonchin. Am I saying that right? I have no idea. Email me. Correct me if you must. Radioaddiction at mail.com. That's radioaddiction at mail.com. Man, oh man, the show's going by fast. So, yeah, the Queen is dead. And Charles is in charge. Is that going to be the, uh, the new TV show? Remember Charles in Charge? Maybe Charles in Charge 2 with uh, featuring uh, King <laughs> Charles. King Charles. King Charles. Now, you used to call him King Charles. He doesn't get the throne for like a year. Or he doesn't get the, the mantle and, the, and, and the, the crown and all that. It's like some thing has to happen. Level of succession. And some choices have to be made. And it's not a guarantee he could pass the kingship on, I believe, right? He's like, I'm not very popular with the uh, British people, so I'm going to pass the crown down to Prince Albert. And, uh, yes, no, not uh, that Prince Albert. The cigar guy. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. So Tom Brady, has he become too weird for uh, Gazelle Boonchin, right? Giselle Boonchin. Has she finally just given up? Said, this guy's too goddamn weird. Every time I turn around, he's doing some weird uh, thing. Washing dishes like five times in a row before a game. Making sure all the silverware is in the same spot. Before he goes out to play football, you know. And it's just driving her nuts, man. And he's not there ever. He's out being a football god. You know. He's got all these men worshiping him. And women. And Michelle just can't handle it and, uh, you know, can't handle the superstardom and the power. But then she claims she's got as much money as he does and has made as much money as he did. So, you know, she ain't worried about that. She's got plenty of money and she'll take some of his too, I would imagine. It'd be a pretty uh, amicable divorce when it comes to finances. No one's going to be broke. Kids are going to be fine. Shut up. All right, what kind of driver are you? Are you a, uh, uh, you, you know, and, and I, when I pulled this up originally, I didn't have that many choices. But then as I started looking into it, I started getting all this other information. So the uh, types of drivers that I thought about were calm and relaxed and uh, or crazy, always in a hurry, or just plain scared behind the wheel. And... I saw some other ways of describing it. You know, the uh, crazy behind the wheel guy was described as the guy who was, um, he thought he was a NASCAR driver. He thinks he's Richard Petty, you know, and he's always up on your ass and uh, cutting in lanes and doing all this other crap. And then there's the, um, the scared person behind the wheel. And I would think it's pretty good debate on which one of those is more dangerous to the average person. 
the scared person behind the wheel, you know, that's just scared to death. They have no clue. They have no judge of distance. They can barely see over the wheel. They're clutching the steering wheel like it's a baby being thrown off into the off a boat. Yeah. And there's one more too, right? Right? The calm guy like me. Uh, I think I said that every day. I don't know. We'll be back. Eggman Radio Addiction. Keep your hands off of it. Don't touch it. Oh, the Indian takeaway. Over-ordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taco dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, love. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. <laughs> cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. When you came in, the air went out. And every shadow filled up with doubt. I don't know who you think you are, but before the night is through, I want to do bad things with you. Uh, listeners, listen up. I <laughs> uh, want to do bad things to you, okay? And uh, one of them is doing this radio show. Don, just, uh, sorry about that. Psychologist says too much free time won't make you happier. More free time doesn't always mean more happiness. A, um, they looked at a survey. The survey results of more than 21,000 Americans who responded to questions about how they use their time. Participants provided detailed descriptions of what they did over the last 24 hours, as well as how long they spent on each activity. And uh, what was their sense of well-being? Researchers found that the uh, free time and well-being were positively linked until about two hours of free time. And it began to decline after five hours of free time. So you think about that. What they're trying to say is you really only need about two hours of downtime. And which fits into my old thing about how you can just like not take your phone with you to the lake right around the corner, you know, and just... Or take your phone, turn it off if you've got the discipline to do that. And take two hours, man, of actual peace and quiet with no communication from people, right? Yeah, that's what you want to do. I mean, come on, man. It's a, the, I call it the instant vacation. And I have this other technique of meditation that you can use with your phone. It's really cool. Someday I'll tell you about it. I think I've talked about it on the, on the show. And uh, I call it power, power meditation. And uh, it's really, really cool. All right. So uh, what, what do we got here? Oh, yeah. Uh, a man um, got his penis broken in half from a woman's IUD. His penis was impaled with her IUD and some embarrassing sex. And uh, that is some heavy-duty stuff. Okay, it's horrifying, right? Wouldn't it, I mean, can you imagine you're, uh, you're, you're, you're having sex, everything is going on, it's all good, and then all of a sudden, snap. Your penis is broke. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Can he fix that? Well, apparently, this guy's back in business. The guy that 
got his penis snapped off. So, um, yeah, we're all good there. <laughs> hey, remember, you spend most of your time inside your own head. Make sure it's a nice place to be. We'll see you next show. Eggman over and out. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.